0: perspective knowledge and some fun along the way this is the truth on wtmj now live from the annex wealth management studios at the avenue here's denise thomas and dr ken harris that was like a
1: awkward it was like denise thomas and dr ken harris
2: that's because that's they changed it just for you so and I, I love I, that
1: pa- that patronizing extension of your hands,
2: like there you go, Denise. No, because because I asked him. I said, "You just you just you just, you just in a mood today." <laughs> Who you? You are Lang. Ooh, the I the,
1: came in here with love, and you were just
2: she just going in. See out.
1: And then what's crazy is I'll get the the, the hate mail. <laughs> you were so mean to Doctor. Ken. Right. You interrupted Doctor. Ken. <laughs> you don't know anything. You're the most ignorant. Oh man, I, listeners. Dear valued listeners, if y'all knew
2: Wait, wait, is it is it the ones that complain that are valued or the ones that don't I, I love complain? everyone. Oh, as a matter of okay. fact,
1: the, the listener, and I he, he said that he's no longer yes. gonna listen as long as I'm co-hosting with you. I sent him a response and I said, I love you. I love you as a human being. I said, The only thing is that just imagine if I had used that same language to you or to someone that you love, and within seconds he responded and apologized. And he said, I just won't I just won't waste my time and energy listening to you. <laughs> I was like, that's your prerogative. I get it. That's why I love being American. I can choose what I want to listen to. I found it interesting, though. Why did you look at Patrick?
2: It was the way you pointed at me with your hand, you know, so
1: I found it interesting
2: because <laughs> y'all know how I am. Yes, we did.
1: Because, you know, it's it's one woman here, and there's three of y'all. There's what Evan. He, well, if See? you if you listen to me. See, y'all? See? See that?
2: Anywho. <sighs> What's up, Patrick? How you doing? See? <laughs> I couldn't resist. Passive aggressiveness. Resist. Of course. It's Sunday night. It's what passive, does that mean? It's passive aggressive night.
1: I hope there's no passive aggressive behavior at the Oscars tonight. You know it is. It's gonna be look. (laughs) If if I can't slap somebody, I'm at least throw shade. It's gonna be a lot of passive aggressiveness at the Oscars tonight.
2: A lot of victims. A lot of victims. Cry babies. Oh, tell us how you really feel, Doctor Ken. Oh, I will. That's why it's the truth on TMJ. Okay,
1: so what I was gonna say is this. I wonder if the listener would have said those same things if I would have been a man. I'm just going to leave it at that. Because, I mean, the person made a point which actually revealed their gender. The most ignorant woman.
2: I was like, wow. Really?
1: Yes. I, oh, I, I took a screenshot. I had the text. See, you should have
2: sent me the information. And, it's yeah. all good. I'm, you know. I might have had a flashback to my years I was growing up on the south side of Chicago.
1: And I appreciate that. Because contrary to people, peop- what people may believe, Dr. Ken and I love each other very much. He is like a brother to me. And I appreciate you having my back. Here's the thing, though. And actually, a good friend of mine shared this with me the other day. You cannot control what people think or say about you, right? But you can definitely control how you respond, yeah, right? And and that's the the root cause, I think, of what's going on in the world right now, Correct. in terms of
2: the you know the now look. But I don't want to have to control. I should be able to just flip off, right? I don't want to have to control how I respond to what you say. You should just not say it.
1: Listen. <laughs> and you know I, I'm only bringing this up because this is the the night of the Oscars are broadcasting live as we speak matter of fact can we put the Oscars on sure I just want to see the fashion while we're working wow I do I wow. love fashion I am I'm fashion not touch that. I'm not going to touch that go ahead no say it
2: how is it as a woman you get to watch fashion while I work on the radio
1: men love fashion too I don't too. like
2: fashion I mean you don't I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> for me and you're speaking for you I said men do and, and then you have on <laughs> Patrick, you can get out. The producer can get out. You can get out.
1: I said men.
2: Okay, thank, fact, thank, By the way, look, th- thank you, Patrick, for the news. We'll Versace, see you in, we'll man. See you at seven. Gucci,
1: man. Well. Dolce and Gabbana, men. Well. Louis Vuitton, man. I'm, I'm not touching that. Virgil Abloh, University of, of Wisconsin Madison, male. May he rest in peace. So men love fashion. But anyway, I digress. So back to my original point. I as as public figures Dr. Ken I have literally had to grow some thick skin and I'm curious as to are do you feel as though we're becoming a society of of overextensive and I had to preface hypersensitivity with overextensive hypersensitivity are we becoming a society where freedom of speech is no longer
2: We've been that way for a long time. Okay. And I think that we have become a society where having your feelings hurt has risen above constitutional rights. And so now we treat having your feelings hurt equivalent to a constitutional right.
1: I like what you're saying. So let me ask you this, Dr. Ken, what now qualifies as freedom of speech? And actually, I'd like to present that question to our valued listeners from your lens or from your point of view, and we'll start with Dr. Ken, what now in the current society that we live in, I mean that from a socialization standpoint, Mm -hmm. what qualifies as freedom of speech? And while you're answering, I'm going to (laughs) Google the constitution
2: because you don't know it off the top of your head.
1: I mean, no, I used to, I used used to date this guy who carried, and I thought that was kind of cool. I used to date this guy. A he a, yep a laminated version. Yes. He had the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Mm-hmm. Constitution. Mm-hmm.
2: So go ahead. What do, what qualifies as freedom of speech, sir? Uh, freedom of speech is, and and the Supreme Court has ruled on it. And I know we got to take a break. The Supreme Already? Court has has ruled on it that that freedom of speech gives you the ability to say and publicly speak how you feel about anything with the exception of things that will cause significant panic to the community and cause unwanted injury, right? Because harm is relative, right? Mm -hmm. So if I say you're an idiot or if I say something you said is an idiot and you take it as me calling you an idiot, those are two different things. Gotcha. Right? So I can say, but no, no, what I can't say is fire in a crowded theater because that will cause undue panic, possible injury, mm-hmm. and up to and including death. So you can't so you can't do that.
1: So if I say you're an idiot,
2: that's freedom of speech.
1: OK, let me flip it. If you say, Denise, you're an idiot. Right. And I feel as though y- you are infringing upon my mental and I'm I'm totally being dramatic. But I, I know,
2: just I know you're, you're yeah, I'm playing.
1: Yeah. Right. And I feel like you have infringed. hmm emotional harm Mm
2: -hmm. on me
1: as a civilian in my mind and I call the police and I say this man is harassing me Mm -hmm. he is calling me names Mm -hmm. that are insulting and making me feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable
2: what is that nothing
1: so as a as a member of the law enforcement I can't call the police and say arrest okay so this is what comes up and I'm gonna give the source this is Wikipedia do we have to go to break Evan Can, can I read this real quick before we go to break okay Wikipedia says freedom of speech is a principle that supports the freedom of an individual or community to articulate their opinions and ideas without fear of retaliation, censorship or legal sanction. The right to freedom of expression has been recognized as a human right in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and international human rights law by the United Nations. United Nations. Many constitu excuse me, many countries have constitutional law that protects free speech. Terms like free speech, freedom of speech are used interchangeably in political discourse. And then it starts to get kind of opinionated in my in my
2: book. So when we come back, we are I'm I'm going to respond to something you read and I want you to read it again. Okay. And I'll stop you so that I can give my input on it. Talking Text Line, the old National Bank. Talking Text Line is 855-616-1620. She's Denise Thomas. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. This is Truth on TMJ.
0: Welcome back to the Truth on WTMJ.
2: You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, Denise Thomas, Dr. Ken Harris. Ooh, look at The Rock! 855 616. Now that's fashion. 16, eh. That's fashion.
1: 620. Yes, God. Come on through, Rock. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I'm yes. I'm looking at her, but. I'm looking at yeah. him. Mm. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. So. Do you know
2: what The Rock is cooking? Go ahead. If I look at freedom of speech, I have to look at it from the lens of the United States Constitution. The international, whatever, it's cute. But it has no bearing and it has no weight in terms of the United Nations as it relates to law here in the United States. And so when I look at the Constitution and I look at at, um, freedom of speech, that's something that was not universal, but something that was very, very specific when it said, look, this is something that you get that – that you get to say and do of your own volition to the point where government and other individuals cannot even abridge it. The egregious part, right, the other ends of hollering fire, things that cause injury, mm-hmm. that's understandable, that's logical. Supreme Court said I can't do that. I think it's one of the most important things we have as... American citizens the First Amendment, because everything else flows out of that. What you believe is your religion or don't, uh, the freedom to establish a religion, the freedom to do all those things, just it gives you the liberty to think and do what you like.
1: Now, here's a word that's interesting that's listed in the First Amendment, and I'm just going to read that because I, you're right. And thank you for reminding me that Wikipedia isn't the most credible source. So I'm actually reading. The First Amendment from the Constitution of the United States, and it says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof Mm -hmm. or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So I'm I'm just going to the peaceably. That's where it kind of gets problematic for me. Well, not problematic, but the question mark, because to your point, I can't go to a movie theater and yell fire. Correct. But I could talk about somebody's wife in front of millions of people on live television. That's yes. about a health condition? Yes. And as a result, okay, let me say it differently.
2: And that person has a right to say something back to you where it... When you slap somebody. Overreaches is when I do something to you physically injurious to stop you from saying it.
1: Which makes sense because when it first happened, you know, some of my friends and I, we would have said, you know what? It wouldn't have been bad if he would have just said, like, it would have been unprofessional. But even if he would just sat in his seat and said, keep my wife's name out your mouth in response to Chris Rock. That would have been perfectly fine. That would have been perfectly fine. But when he. Yeah. okay, So. Going back to the original question, Dr. Ken, because I know you and those that don't know Dr. Ken, Dr. Ken is a very educated. Well, y'all know that just by listening to him, but he's also very family oriented. And what I mean by that is that when it comes to his wife and his daughters, he does not play. He is a a man of God. He protects his family. And I'm telling you, all when it comes to his wife and his children, there is no room (laughs) for error. It is. I protect and I provide for my family. Or I'm in jail. Period. Okay. Just like any other good man, protect and provide. With that being said, Dr. Ken, Mm -hmm. if somebody kept just verbally Mm -hmm. coming for your family, Mm -hmm.
2: comedian, whatever. I treat it like social media. How would you treat it? I turn it off. I leave.
1: if your wife had a health condition mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to provoke you, I'm just, I'm trying to, mm-hmm. because I'm struggling with this too, because here's the thing. And I'm going to finish the question. When my, when my friend told me the other day, she said, Denise, cause if anybody who knows me, I'm a tourist, like there ain't too much room for, I'm growing. Let's just put it that way. I'm <laughs> growing. I'm getting more mature. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Anyway, because I travel, quite a bit via the the mode of transportation being airplane commercial airplane i am dealing with flight attendants tsa and i don't care who you are unless you fly the same amount of time that i do don't 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 even speak on this these people generally are rude dr ken you know this because you travel just as much as i do on commercial flights they are rude. Now, I'm not saying all flight attendants, but they do enough to where I'm not violent, but I can understand why a lot of these videos where you've seen people just go off, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Do I believe in the response? No. So I say all this to say this, or say all that to say this. When I go when I go to the airport now, Dr. Ken, I have to literally say, okay, all right, Denise, don't take it personal. Yeah. What you're going to experience— if it's bad or not healthy, has nothing to do with you
2: personally. Huh.
1: I literally have to give myself, even <laughs> though I've paid a lot of money
2: to sit in that seat. To
1: sit in a certain seat right. and sit in a certain area that is exclusive, I'm still dealing with condescending, rude and disrespectful employees of
2: airlines. I still watch people that when they go through, it happens every single time. Doesn't matter who the person is checking my ticket. Everybody that walks through, first class, you know, military, blah, 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 blah. People having trouble, first class. Everybody gets up, beep, they take it, beep, they take it, beep. And so when you beep it, your name pops up. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Thomas. Have a good day. Have a good day. They take my ticket, they look at it. And then they do it.
1: Oh, you think they give me Miss Thomas have a good day?
2: And oh, I'm in the go. same boat you are, Dr. Kim. And I find that, wow, so all these people in line and mm-hmm. every single black person they look at, there's only one airline that doesn't do that to me. Alaska Airlines. I had an Can issue we say, on Ala- are we allowed to say well, no, no. it? it, it it's, it's not anything negative. No, don't say it. something negative. <laughs> okay, to. all right. I was going to say,
1: I, are we doing I, that now? Well, let me go I ahead and drop.
2: It was wonderful because, and I know we got to go to break. It was wonderful because... I had an issue and they changed where we were supposed to go. And we had first class tickets mm-hmm. and they changed the flight to a different gate. But they didn't announce it in the gate where we were. They never showed up. When we come back from
1: break, I please, I have to tell you this story. And by the way, valued listeners, if y'all could just create a GoFundMe so we have to have all these breaks, I'd greatly appreciate it. <laughs> if, we could, if we could have a Dr. Ken and DT GoFundMe. I <laughs> fund fundraiser. Me. So we can just have a go commercial fund my free go two my hour show. Yeah, go fund my show. <laughs> we come back. We're gonna finish this conversation because I really want to get into what do you think? The talk and text line is the old national bank talking text line is eight five five six one six one six two zero. And and it's not even just about race or gender, but do you feel as though we're becoming a society where we truly cannot exercise freedom of speech without it becoming A huge ordeal.
0: Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ.
1: We can't even let the music play because, you know, we're going to break it about. Hey, y'all, for real, go fund me and Dr. Ken's show, please. (laughs) We still got to do the news. Come on now. When?
2: 7.30.
1: What time is it? Wonderful. We got a minute and 30. Okay, let me tell this story really quick, Dr. Ken.
2: Okay.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, what were you going to say? Uh-huh. This is the truth segment on WTMJ. So just be truthful. I was in the middle
2: of telling the story. I'm so sorry. You You're right. And I, I my, And I forgot my story. I apologize. You are I absolutely needed- correct. I needed a whining moment.
1: It's okay. I'm here for you. Constitution
2: doesn't give me that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but being on that airplane, they were the only ones. They literally gave us two free tickets after that and took care of us. I love it. Phenomenal. I, I mean, love it. Like they overheard me talking to my wife as we were leaving the gate. The flight attendants were behind us. She came up to us. Hey, was there a problem? And we explained it. Yeah, they didn't They didn't even announce it. And when I got to the gate, she said, yeah, they didn't announce it. So then why would, what? Mm-hmm. And, and they, they made us whole. It was phenomenal. See, I love that. I love it. That's my favorite it's, it's, airline. And
1: that's the thing that, I know we got to go to break, but I love that experience that you had. Because again, it's one thing to experience that and and just be disregarded.
2: Right. Or or to ask for something and get it. But this is something you didn't even ask. Shout out to lot, but I'm a, shout out
1: to Alaska Airlines. Well, I'm gonna tell you my story. I ain't gonna say the, the name of the airline, Don't say but it. I'm gonna tell the story after Patrick from the from the Breaking News Center. Patrick! I just wanna say Kane. You're right. Right? C A I N. E. With an E and the end. Yep. Okay.
2: Cool. So many jokes. So many jokes. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Mr. Kane. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> oh, is that the joke you were thinking? <laughs> Go ahead, Patrick! Back to the truth on WTMJ.
1: To the
2: You're listening to the truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. Denise Thomas. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talking text line. So, I hope Angela Bassett wins this year, or I'm never watching. We're about to find out. Um, I'm never watching. Yeah. We're I'm about
1: just, to we're about to find out. Look 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 at her husband. He's like, I wish y'all would not give my wife. You think he's
2: gonna jump up there and slap somebody? <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Courtney Vance. <clears throat>
2: Uh, so let me just say this. I find it interesting that they always put two or three minorities against each other, and then that's what the are one. minorities? I don't I don't relate to that word. What Anybody is that? that's non-white. I don't I don't okay, I don't use that you, word. You don't really Okay, I got it. Shout out to K Kwan. Because I don't use um, um, people of color either. Facts. I. I w- hey, it's touche.
1: <laughs> K Kwan, K Hu Quan, just won best supporting actor. For his role in Everywhere All at, Everything Everywhere All at Once and his acceptance speech, I did not hear, but I read, so full of love. And I have I have a a bias oh. towards him because he grew up. I grew up watching him in Indiana Jones and Goonies, which is one of my favorite childhood movies. So I'm so glad that he won the Oscar for I hate Best Supporting. I was Support. too
2: old to watch the Goonies. Were you? Yeah. It was, oh man, dude, I that was a, an adult when it came out. When
1: Goonies came out.
2: You still had milk saw, behind your ears. I did, but
1: I saw it like 20 times. And then when it came out on VHS, it was you over. Wore it out. You broke it. It was over. You broke it. It was over. But wow. um, let me just say this. because The reason why I'm saying um is because I'm trying to do two <laughs> things at one time. I'm like she trying to watching see the if Oscars. Angela Bassett is going to win. Right. But shout out again to K... And I apologize if I'm not pronouncing his name correctly. Kehu Kwan. Love, love, love him from the Goonies and Indiana Jones. Incredible. And I love how things come to full circle. I love how Cheryl Lee Ralph, you know, Kehu Kwan, they they contributed to the the, the performing arts. And they're now receiving their flowers. And I love that. That just shows you do not quit. Do not give up on your dreams. Do not quit. Oh, Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. See, told you. Angela Bassett did not
2: win. Once, once she was up against Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, my goodness. End of story. <sighs> Soon as she was up against Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, this will be the last time you watch the Oscars, huh, Dr. Ken? Yep. Why I didn't watch it this time? You say it, turn it on.
1: Because
2: <laughs> I don't watch Man, the Oscars anymore.
1: Black Twitter is about to go bananas.
2: Anywho. You only get one. Okay, I'm sorry. Get what? You only get one Asian, Black. Hispanic, you one. And then, that's it. No more. He was it.
1: I actually, that that actually hurts. Angela Bassett, it, She first of all, she got snubbed for when she portrayed like beyond excellent Tina Turner in the movie, the biopic movie, right. What's Love Got to Do With It. Right. You know what I've always struggled with too? The color purple. Why? Which, by the way, was directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. It, it it won the most, this is my point of view, the most ridiculous Oscars. Number like, of, best right. score. Right, right. Nobody. But Danny Glover. We but we were
2: all in one movie, so that was easy. <laughs> if you have not seen the movie The Color Purple. If I got to spread it around. Hmm.
1: Let me just say this. If you have not seen the movie, I'm not talking about the Broadway. If you haven't seen the TV series Roots. Or the movie The Color Purple. Right.
2: You're missing something.
1: And you know, it's funny because funny story. I, uh, Quincy Jones executive produced the movie, the color purple with Steven Spielberg and Quincy Jones called Steven Spielberg and said, Hey, we got to do this movie. And Steven, are you ready for this? You're going to love this story. Dr. Ken, this is, this is actual quote from, from Quincy Jones in his documentary Quincy on Netflix. And he calls Steven Spielberg and he's, you know, pitching this movie, which by the way, was originally a book, authored by Alice Walker, who won a Pulitzer Prize for The Color Purple. Anywho, he calls Steven Spielberg up and he says, we got to do this. Steven Spielberg, who is a Jewish man, Mm -hmm. says, hey, man, look, I don't know anything about being black. You know what Quincy Jones said, which I thought was genius. He said, you ain't never been an alien, but you made E.T. And Steven Spielberg (laughs) said, you're right. Let's do this movie. Yeah. And the power of that was Steven Spielberg's willingness to go out on a limb limb and and not only direct a movie about a culture, a race during a time which the movie takes place in the early 1900s throughout, I believe, the late 1930s. So like 20 years about women, black women. Steven Spielberg Mm -hmm. made the choice. And the movie was critically acclaimed, received so many Academy Awards. And Oprah Winfrey was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret Avery, known as Suge Avery. She, she was nominated. Danny Glover. All these.
0: Uh, were, powerhouses. And
1: the, the only Oscars, Dr. Ken. And to this day, it literally makes me sick to my stomach. And I'm like, are we really the Academy of Arts and Sciences? When y'all were in the, the conference room or wherever y'all vote, it, it, it was it was that hard for you. Now, here's the interesting. And then I'll be going to move on because then I'm going to start getting on my soapbox every time. Because I know a lot of listeners are saying, well, Denise, there's a lot of black people that have won Oscars. You've got Sidney Poitier, you've got Denzel Washington, you've got Whoopi Goldberg, blah blah blah. Every time a black person has won an Oscar, every time, they have either played a prostitute, a maid, a drug addict,
2: or a criminal. Or a townie.
1: I am am awarding you (laughs) for portraying the image Halle Berry, yep. I don't even know what the word to use to describe the world that she, I mean, it, trust me, I, saying a prostitute would be, be nice in terms of the role that she played in that
2: movie. With the Spike Lee movie. Yeah.
1: No, she wanted for,
2: um, not the Spike Lee movie, but, uh, remember she was nominated for a Spike Lee movie. Oh, you're right. Supporting crackhead. A crackhead.
1: You see where I'm going with this? The theme of what roles black Americans have to play the images they have to be, they have to portray any other, like what's her name? Monique. You know, she won Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actress for playing an mm-hmm. abusive, drug-addicted... You know
2: right. you see what I'm saying? Well, look at Denzel Washington.
1: Every... Training Day. Training now, all the
2: A movies. corrupt black cop. Thank you. Like, of all the all of the all phenomenal the roles, roles you've had, the Emmy Award-winning roles you've had... That's the You one. get Oscar for playing a corrupt cop. Who Do you kills see what people. I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Angela Bassett... Because it's more
2: close to life.
1: Oh, Angela Bassett okay. plays a royal member. The king's mother, who then inherited... Being no, she didn't inherit. Well, we she can't,
2: We can't suspend our disbelief for a black <sighs> woman being a queen. Come on,
1: dear world, <laughs> dear world. Just for five minutes, put yourself in the shoes of Black America, because this is this is what I have to experience every day that I cannot be recognized for my talents as a thespian unless I portray a role. That is identical to the image that is supposed to be, like, is portrayed of me in this society. It's disgusting. And here we go again. Angela Bassett snubbed.
0: Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ.
2: And we don't have to worry about that. Worry about what? Watching the Oscars next year. You know,
1: a friend of mine recently said to me, Denise! It's not always about race. And this this friend of mine is 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 black. It's not always about race. I said for who?
0: <laughs>
1: I said are, are are you making a monolithic statement or what, what, what I mean like I mean I get it like if you what was the former sheriff what was his name David David Clark? Uh-huh. That sounds like something he would say. I was like for who? And I was like trust I don't wake up in the morning, Dr. Ken, saying, "Oh, It's Monday. I can't wait to experience racism. Can't wait. Oh, and by the way, because I'm a woman, I get it twice. Yeah, sign me up. Which is a great segue into my airline experience story. Which, by the way, this happened not 10 years ago, 10 days ago. Okay. And let me just say this. My experience in Aspen, Colorado has always been beyond pleasant. Well, see.
2: Let me. You yeah. say said Aspen.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, no. The people. And again, this is my experience. I'm not. I don't want to discount or disregard anyone else's experience. You're not, you're not dragging Aspen. I'm not at all. I love visiting Aspen. I visit Aspen, Colorado twice a year. I am part of a fellowship program. Part of a leadership institute. And that's where we meet. So Anyway. Had a great, I just left two weeks ago or 10 days ago and well, no, about three weeks ago and I'm at the Aspen airport. So if anybody's familiar with the Aspen airport, it's probably as big as this studio and they, because it's a popular time right now to be in Aspen, they have a number of nonstop flights specifically coming and going to Dallas, Texas. Because Dallas people is hot. They want to be in the cooler area, vice versa. So anyway, it was very misleading, Dr. Ken. There were like five different flights that were leaving within a 30 minute time frame going to Dallas. And, you know, I'm not used to that. Usually it's like, you know, Oh, okay. Dallas, that's, there's my gate. And I'm like, I, I see people boarding for Dallas and I'm like, wait, okay, so which one was my flight? So I go up to the, the, the the gate. And I see my flight number. So then I go take a seat. I'm like, okay, my flight hasn't left yet. I didn't miss my flight. There's another lady who walks up to me. She happens to be a Caucasian woman. And she and I are both experiencing the same thing. We're like, which which, which flight are we on? Like, this is so misleading. And so because the airport is so small, the, the, the flight, the person that worked for this airline, which you have advised me not to say, She literally is is not even half a foot away from me. And there's a lady in between us who is sitting in a in which is really not relevant. She just say there's a lady who sit in a chair between us. And so I was like, excuse me, ma'am, could you tell us what time our flight will be here? Because it appears now that it's delayed. You know what she said to me? She said, well, versus you sitting there talking over passengers, why don't you get up and come over here and ask your question? What, what what am I? What, what what am I? She was like she literally made it about everybody else is a passenger as far as I'm concerned, except you. Instead of you talking and so condescending, instead of you talking over passengers, why look? Why don't you get up and come over to me and ask the question? End of quote. Now I looked over to the lady. And she was like, "Yeah, that's kind of awkward. Like, I, yeah." And she also <laughs> had that look like, "I don't, I don't want any parts of this. You right, know, I don't, I don't right. want to be a part of any." So I get up, and I go over to where she is, and I just simply looked at her name tag. And she's looking at me like, "What's your question?" I said, "That's all I needed." And I went back to where I was sitting.
2: Now, did you file a complaint,
1: Doctor Ken? I'm, I'm just going to be honest, and I'm probably, <laughs> people are going to be like, no, Denise, because you're actually just letting people. I'm tired, Dr. Ken. I'm tired of filing complaints and nothing happens. And your experience with Alaska Airlines is, is so much the exception and not the rule. And um, this is my, this is how I feel. This is how I tell myself to calm down. It is hard for certain people to see people that look like me winning. Not saying all, but there are certain people that just because you know Dr. Ken, you know I stay fly. You know I have my glasses on, have my you know my jacket with the fur. I was looking good, y'all. I was looking like you know money. (laughs) (laughs) You was one of them. I was I was looking like money, you know, like I was. Because people were like, "Oh my god, I love what you have on." I'm looking like look. When in Rome, I'm an Aspen. This lady had a problem with that. Why is that? Now, see, you know why, but she want me to say it on the air. I want you I to say it on the do- air. Why is that? See, there are a certain group of people that do not want to see black people winning. How about that? I said it. I'm not saying all, but this is the truth segment, which, by the way, if you're listening, the truth is a black radio talk show here in Milwaukee, which is part of the same Good Karma Brands family. So on this segment, we talk about issues that are specifically related to black folks to help increase the awareness and understanding of what it is like being black in America or in Wisconsin or in Milwaukee. And there are a certain, it ain't even just black people. I mean, even just white people, there are a group of people that are okay with you being good or okay with you doing this. But as soon as you look like you got something more than them, why don't you just get up and come over here and ask
2: me the question? I have that with other, with, with education.
1: So just be just Like when I go to the, the first class section or the Scott. Mm,
2: I almost said it. I almost said, I almost it. said it. Don't <laughs> say it. Don't do it. I won't. Don't you. Ma'am, do it. ma'am,
1: you know, this is first class, right? Yeah. <laughs> ma'am, you you, you know, this is TSA pre-check, right? Wow. Can I see your boarding pass? I'm not now. I'm not tripping off that because that's part of the you know process. But when they say, you know, this is first class, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to be calm, y'all. I gotta be calm. After, like, literally, I've been flying first class now for about two or three years. Earned it, thank you. Did not inherit it. Somebody didn't get that to you.
2: <laughs> All right, we need to take a break because we, we 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 running behind. <laughs> we running behind. Go
0: fund Dr. Cannon to Denise Thomas show, please, y'all. This is the truth on WTMJ.
2: You're listening to the truth on TMJ. I was gonna say something, but she's watching the Oscars, <laughs> so we got to go to break. No, anyway. I'm actually i'm so trying I'm, to see <laughs> if
1: I'm trying to see if Angela Bassett is still sitting in her seat because you know they have the seat fillers, like because Courtney Vance, her husband, right? He might have been like, you know what?
2: Somebody backstage just probably disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody disappeared. Courtney Vance has way more, cl- much more class than you're right. Will Smith. So anyway.
1: They, I, um, no, I disagree with that. I don't
2: care. That's unfair. I don't care. It's not unfair. It's it my, is. It's my, see, freedom of speech. It's my prerogative. Well, this is the show, so we got to entertain the I people. Know, I know. It's okay,
1: definitely. I let me. See, you're right. It, it wasn't unfair. You got
2: Forty seconds.
1: I disagree. <laughs> I, I do not think that it, it is. It is
2: based on what he did. Yes. Courtney Vance has more. I disagree. I rest my case.
1: We've all made mistakes. Who's the judge? We've all made mistakes. Absolutely. Thank goodness the we've the, all thank goodness the higher the power that I report to will forgive right.
2: me. Yes, but did he ask for forgiveness? Yes. Took too long. Oh, you know what? Here you go. Six one six twenty. You're listening to the Truth on T M J. When we come back, news from the W T M J Breaking News Center. With Evan, Patrick can I get Kane some church music when we come back? Because I'm about to start preaching. This is
0: The Truth on WTMJ. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue, here's Denise Thomas and Dr. Ken Harris.
2: Yeah, we got to get that redone. He, He pauses in between saying your name and my name like, and some guy. I like, love what it. What is that? I and love, some thank guy. you, Evan. I think and that some is, guy.
1: Speaking of Oscar, that should be nominated right there for and an Oscar. Guy.
2: Evan, why do music always go by so off so fast?
1: Because we don't have time.
2: <laughs>
1: my goodness. <laughs> we, like, we literally got to stop Ooh. talking in the next 30 seconds. Loves Please. We really don't. Go fund Dr. Ken and DT's
2: show. Oh, no. Don't be asked for it. Go fund me and then put my name first. <laughs> 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 Patrick. You see what I gotta put up with every single every Silicon, time I tried to get out. Silicon, Silicon Valley Bank. Do you okay. have any? Do you have any money in Silicon Valley Bank? I ain't got no money. But you Did know, you don't I was. get your money looking, back tomorrow? Did you see? Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, reports are saying some very interesting things. Um, updated five minutes ago from CNBC. Uh, U.S. government steps in and says people with funds deposited at SVB will be able to access their money.
1: All their money.
2: Well, here's the thing.
1: Well, I'm asking all their money. All their money. Okay, All their money. Regulators approved
2: plans Sunday today to backstop both depositors and financial institutions associated with Silicon Valley Bank. Now, the Bank of England, was it? The Bank of London? Their subsidiary in London, they offered to buy it because it was on sale, right? Mm-hmm. Fire sale. Yeah. And um, Signature Bank in New York, ensuring that their deposit, they, they, they said they'll unwind both SVB <laughs> and Signature Bank to ensure that their depositors <laughs> will have full access to their funds on Monday. We're talking about companies like... Um, you said Roku? Like Roku. Yep. Uh, new companies that are, have that are venture capital companies that put their yeah. money in the bank, and that's the money they're building their company you- on. Gone. Do you know how detrimental that would be to the
1: American people if we had to get bailed out by a bank of London? Like the the, the confidence of the American banking system. So President Biden was like, "Not on my watch." Well,
2: well, it was their subsidiary, right? I get it, but still, that that wouldn't be the narrative. But it Biden be, can't control that. Biden has no control. Can't control, control what? It. He has no control over whether or not the Fed, because the Fed is a separate organization. Okay, let me
1: say it differently, Doctor Ken. Yeah. I'm not saying he can control it. But at the end of the day, he's saying, because the secretary of, what is it, finance? Yellen. Yes. She made the announcement. Right. This is all about optics and brand. So it's, forget she that. She said she wasn't going to do it. The American people are like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, she said she wasn't going to do it. Well, let me, let me tell you something. And then. <laughs> my, let me tell you something that my grandma used to tell me a long time ago. My West Indian grandmother, by the way. You can have all the banks that you need to have, Denise, but don't forget about the most important bank. And I said, Grandma, what bank is that? The bank of a mattress. <laughs> That's true. I may not gain interest. That's true. But but it's, it's guaranteed to be safe. And actually, now that I say that, <laughs> I think I'm going to make sure I take it out of my
2: mattress. And so watch this. Yes. With all these black banks that fail, mm-hmm. with all of the regulations that the Federal Reserve puts in and yep. all that, so that black banks can't get enough capital to become... Yeah. A, a, a federal bank. They have to become a state bank. Right. Right. State savings bank. Right. The Treasury Department designated both SVB and Signature, which is, their, which is their New York State, New York City subsidiary, a systemic risk, giving it authority to unwind both institutions in a way that it said fully protects all depositors. But here's the killer. Along with that move, the Federal Reserve also said it is creating, creating, a new, watch this, bank term funding program aimed at safeguarding institutions impacted by the market instability of the failure. Cap- you the ones took it over. Capitalism You're at its finest. Co- Their stock dropped from around $250 mm-hmm. a share to $39. Capitalism at its finest.
1: Well, capitalism is fine. It works great if you let it work. I was going to say no it's not great if it doesn't work for everybody.
2: Okay. okay. All right. So the problem is the people that you have creating this 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 idiocy, right? Janet Yellen Treasury Secretary. We're not going to and then Fed Chair Powell and the FDIC chairman <laughs> Grunberg said, uh, and then this is me paraphrasing and me assuming I'm in on the conversation. Um, this is the second largest failure mm-hmm. in banking history. Like since we started having banks in like the 1700s. If you let this fail, the trickle effect is that's, going that's to my whole affect point. the market on Monday. That's my whole point. You better do something today. And so they got together and.
1: Because I I get what you're saying, Dr. Ken, the technicalities, but as far as the the average American voter, they are going to associate this when they go vote for whoever they vote for in the next presidential election. Dr. Ken, come on now. When when if this were to happen,
2: Watch this, watch this. You think that that's (laughs) happy? Yes, I do. Okay.
1: And here's the thing capitalism, you know, it's it is definitely profit oriented. But it also everybody should have the right
2: to to win. But you can't because you put your money in the bank and you know it's only covered up to two hundred fifty thousand. So you Actually need to it make was sure. Hundred fifty thousand. Did it change? No, it's two hundred fifty. Okay. So so you need to put your money in a in an open market fund or something. You know mm-hmm. somewhere, and then when you need it, put it in the bank and use it. Bank of a mattress. But <laughs> but when you. When you have that much money in one bank and then you turn around. That's that's all I'm about. and you get. My spanked. grandma told me that a long time ago. Now that's a lot of money to divide by two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, too. But don't keep your eggs, all your eggs in one basket. And when they fail, they never pay back the full two no. fifty anyway. Oh, uh, we're only gonna pay uh eighty-five cents on the dollar. Excuse me. I don't get it. And your 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 thoughts. Uh eight five five six one six one six twenty on the old National bank line. Someone some says on,
1: and on the talking text line, well, UK banks are some of the most wealthy
2: worldwide, so no surprise that one offered to buy SVP. Well, they bought their subsidiary. That's in London, right? Because once parent fails... <laughs> See, there you go, Dr. <laughs> Ken. You get, you're get getting all technical and intellectual. Everybody as smart
1: as you. technical and intellectual. I, you, because that's because you're smart. So... When, I'm telling you, the, the headlines... The the phrases you don't you don't think people are going to actually read it. No,
2: we wow. don't. We,
1: we you you are a doctor. You wow. are someone of a highly educated. The average American is going to say we let the Bank of London buy out an American bank. I'm not voting for. I mean, seriously, Biden. Come on now, it's like a, no. everybody's not as technical as you. Everybody doesn't peel the onion layers back.
2: <laughs>
1: they they got they they had a zoom this morning. Like, hey, not on my. You ever heard that term? Not on my watch. Yeah. 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 See, you're smart. You're intelligent. Uh And you got to understand the average American is not going to do that in-depth. It's going to be, we just went out like some suckers. We just let a, a bank in the U.K., Buy out, bail out an American bank. What what, what direction is this country going in?
2: But they didn't bail out the whole bank.
1: Again, Dr. Ken, you are looking at the fine details. Mm. Okay, let me tell you this. I have much more. You and I go buy a car tomorrow? Yes. It, no, let's, you and I go to a car dealership. I'm just okay. keeping it real. Okay. And you're negotiating. You're asking the right questions. They bring out mm-hmm. the contract. You the person that's going to read every... Me? I'm like, does it turn on? Does it make me look good? Signature. <laughs> like, not everybody thinks like you. So you have to understand the average American, when, when they see these kind of headlines, the overarching message is we are going, and we used to be the country that people come to us. Why are we now needing to get bailed out? What's going on? That's all I'm saying. Not everybody thinks like you.
0: Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. If
1: I the world, imagine that.
2: You're listening to The like, Truth on TMJ. <laughs>
0: at, look at Brother Samuel one.
1: Jackson. Yeah. He's been snubbed. Remember Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Remember? That he Because they, they, they had the camera off, but he right. was like,
2: right. yeah. He should have won.
1: Absolutely, he should have won. But you know why he didn't? Because, but played. Won because he played. not
2: one because he's black. He won because he is such a phenomenal. But the, we
1: know why he didn't win. Act,
2: why? What kind of role did he play? I mean, he, he played a
1: hitman, but. But he played an intelligent hitman. There you go. He played a smart There's hitman. There's the key a, yeah. behavior that was demonstrated in his role. <laughs> Look at Samuel Jackson. I love him. And he, he's what, 70, 75, 76? 72. No, he's older than that.
2: Uh-uh, 72 last time I checked when' did you check <laughs>
1: like last year <laughs> uh, let me do this fact check because I mean there's a little bit of me that en- enjoys proving you wrong but well I don't
2: have a problem being wrong I actually ask people like my whole point is to be proven wrong if you say you're ha! gonna do great he's 74 I knew it 74 he's born
1: in two years going several trip a a, a- W is a W whether it's one point, one touchdown, one field goal, a W is a W. He was born December 21st, 1948. So he'll actually be 75 this year. He's got a milestone birthday coming up. Mm. But yeah, he looks like, he's like, I'm so tired of this. He probably having a flashback. First time I
2: remember Samuel L. Jackson. School days. Mm, playing a townie. Yes. Yeah, playing one of them old wide-haired townies. You know what's so interesting?
1: And I love his story because his first major box office role, he was like 40 something. Mm-hmm. Don't quit. Don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. Age is just but he started number. at it late. He did. Well, so him and Spike Lee went together, went to school together at Morehouse. Right. right. I right. don't I don't know when he started per se, but I do know that he is winning. Like the the bulk of his success has right. been like 50, 60,
2: 70s. But you know who's who's else? He's one of the highest paid actors in the world. Yeah, he used to be the highest paid, like for three or four years. Now in it's rock. my boo, The Rock. <laughs> oh. He's so um, high. Do you, so you know what The
1: Rock? I'm sorry,
2: so you made me forget. I apologize. Now, so I yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: It happens. Yeah, she'd be, she be doing me. Yeah, she'd be doing me. At that age, you It does, huh? It does. What's, what's your about? What you thought I was? What? Oh, what? Your, oh, now you forgot? <laughs> no, I didn't forget. <laughs>
1: No, but I no, do, I was, I, do.
2: I was just thinking that that it's 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 amazing how how many of our actors take so long to to gel mm-hmm. to to make it. But then you have this guy Morgan Freeman, who should be the highest paid actor, but isn't. I think in a year Samuel Jackson has the record of making the most films in a year. Like a bazil- he. Oh he, yeah, I agree. Like, That's yeah. I, I, Like every movie I turned on, he was in it. I was like, huh. Like what? Huh? okay.
1: Morgan Freeman. Does anybody remember? What was the show? The PBS show, Electric... uh...
2: Electric Company.
1: Yes. That's when I was first introduced to Morgan Freeman. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm getting older. See how I said that? Older
2: E-R. You act like I'm bothered by that.
0: I wasn't trying.
2: You think that like because you're, you're pointing a your defensive. finger at me. I, no, I'm not. I'm, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen there is I'm no finger I'm pointing. I'm playing. You did it. Though. I, See, you did
1: I I said older. I didn't point at you. Yes, you
2: did. Okay.
1: See, not, now that See, I just pointed at you. Yeah, that's that's it. exactly
2: what you did. I tell you.
1: Listen. That's terrible. That's, listen. This
2: hurts my feelings.
1: We were talking about Silicon Valley Bank and the, associate, the associated feelings of when you... Hear the words basically saying, Hey, because when you think of Silicon Valley, what do you think about success, startups, well, venture capital, start, yeah, all that you think, you know, like growth, increase. And so now, when you hear things like Silicon Valley Bank just pretty much said, Yeah, we don't have your money, sorry,
2: and look at that, the pre market. Market's already up two hundred and forty nine points, and so what they did today they know that extreme fear is driving the market so today mm-hmm. they the the pre market um, Dow futures is up two hundred and two they the implied open is two twenty five seventy five but the but it it went up two hundred and fifty points and so what they did today dictates what's going to happen tomorrow and in the future. Mm-hmm. The problem is they had to do it by Monday. People have payroll coming up. Watch this. Tomorrow's the 13th. The 15th is People two days, days payroll away. payroll coming up. Yeah, And if you get early deposit, that's tomorrow. So what do you do? Like, how do Cry. you get your money? How do you have that? Hey, we just got money. We put it in Silicon Valley Bank, and then we're a startup, and so we got this, and we got this project, and No. Your, your bank just closed. Look,
1: y'all, I'm not as smart as Dr. Ken, so I'm telling y'all right now like my grandma told me. Put in you, a
2: mattress. Get you an
1: account with Bank of a Mattress, okay? <laughs> I, you don't even have to I, I, fill out an
2: application. You don't even put, put all
1: your money yeah, in it. Don't you put some don't, money, about don't, 10% don't, of your yeah, money. Yeah, don't put yeah, all, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. it. But yeah. definitely start an account tomorrow morning with Bank of a Mattress. They're open 24-7. <laughs> There's no waiting in line.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it never closes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ.
1: Greg from Waukesha on the old National Bank talking text line which is eight five five six one six one six two zero cent did you guys see Inviticus Invictus Invictus I'm sorry
2: commonly known as Invictus the a proper... movie about
1: the life of Nelson Mandela with Morgan yes. Freeman playing Mandela Of course I've seen that movie
2: have you heard the Palm Invictus
1: man Matt Damon was I'm sorry
2: have you heard the Palm Invictus yes ah, one of my favorites
1: yes. yes and thank you Craig for that recommendation. It is definitely a great movie. Look at all this fashion. Now, this is my favorite. This is the um, category of best costume. And I really appreciate the artists that design costumes for films. Because I actually, I've I've studied and I've watched documentaries about the process. And they get so, when you think about how a thespian or actor, actress, whatever term you want to use, prepares for their role. The costume designers apply that same type of commitment, discipline, and dedication. And I I love the fact that the Academy acknowledges the importance of the, look at that. Look at Angela Bassett. Whoever designed that should get look at that.
2: But who's the coldest of them all?
1: In my opinion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: costume designer.
2: Who? Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna blow you out the water. See why you got always say, you know what I'm saying, like,
1: "Why you gotta, Are you asking my co- opinion? Or are you making look, it a competition? Look. Who? Where? I can't even. Oh yeah.
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Coldest.
1: Yeah, she's up there, Ruth Carter.
2: Coldest. Yeah, Ruth Carter. Somewhere. Look,
1: look, look! Who won? The the lady who designed Angela Bassett's. I'm going to see if she acknowledges Angela Bassett. let this me see Ruth this. Ruth Carter.
2: <laughs> Boom. Ruth Carter. Ruth Carter. And this is a woman who started her fir- her first movie.
1: Oh, that's a Carolina. No, sh- you know, let me not say that. But I, that, that gown is very similar yeah. to, oh, look at Angela Bassett. They've got the camera on her. I love how we're doing, like, live commentary. on <laughs> <laughs> Let me stay focused. I'm sorry, y'all. Passion is but my passion.
2: Ruth E. Carter started her first movie. Well, School Days with Spike Lee and has done every single Spike Lee movie. But then has moved on to mainstream movies and done just just phenomenal work. Can Um, I just
1: say something about Brother Spike? Ava. Ava's movie, Selma. Yep. I mean, just. uh. Can I say something about Brother Spike Lee? Yes. A lot of people associate him with, you know, the New York Knicks fan. When you think of Denzel Washington, Mm -hmm. think of Spike Lee. When you think of Wesley Snipes, think of Spike Lee. When you think of Samuel L. Jackson, you better think of Spike Lee because this man opened the doors. And he is one of the most unsung filmmakers, storytellers in the world. And if you don't, like, again, because a lot of people, you know, oh, I love Denzel Washington. But what was his best movie? In my opinion?
2: Mm -hmm. Before we go to break.
1: Um, let's, let's, let me answer that afterwards. I got to think about that because there's okay. a lot. The first thing that came to my mind, because mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, I just love Denzel, is Mo Better Blues, but that's not his best work. So let me right. think about that. Malcolm X is up there in the top Would say, can I do top five Spike Lee movies? Can I do that? Or do I have to give you my best or my favorite? Because I need to think about it over the break. Think about it over the okay. break. Okay. All right.
2: You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. When we come back, I want to hear the best Spike Lee movie you've ever seen. Hit us on the old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620.
0: Back to the truth on WTMJ.
1: Okay. Favorite Spike Lee movie. I just looked at his catalog. You said you was going to give me top five. Top five. Here we go. Starting at number five, School Days. And this is hard. This is a hard. Just okay, Dr. Ken. Ugh. This is my, this is my okay, top five. I know. I
2: can number five. if I want to. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. <laughs> yes, you're right. Number five,
1: <laughs> School Days. Okay. Number four, Inside Man.
2: Ooh. Number, the original.
1: Yes. Number three, and this was a life-changing movie for me. These, these next three were life-changing for me. Number three, Malcolm X. Number two, Jungle Fever.
2: I got jungle And the number fever, one, yeah,
1: Spike Lee movie for me, <laughs> which to this day, if you haven't seen it, Do the Right Thing. Oh yeah. Doctor. Man. Doctor. The beginning. Rosie Perez. Right there.
2: Yeah. Fight and the you power.
1: Know, he the, the interesting thing about geniuses like Spike Lee, yeah. Rosie Perez shares, has shared this story a number of times that he made her that was like what you see in that movie is take number one hundred and like 50. And that's why she looks so mad. But he knew what he was doing when he was like, Let's do it again. Let's yeah. do it again. Let's do it again. Cause he wanted that.
2: Energy to and, the point where she
1: is right before she passes out. And it changed her career. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, th- that's one of the things, and I'll say this on public. I can't believe I'm saying this on the air, but I'll go ahead and say it. Working with you has been challenging in a good way. <gasps> was, that, was that good enough? It's been challenging in a good way. And I think, no, I know that I'm going to continue to surround myself with people, places, and things that stretch me, that challenge me. Same here. Because going back to the conversation that we had earlier regarding freedom of speech, and one of the valued listeners had said, I listen to you, Dr. Ken and Tori Lowe. And I I appreciate learning, and I'm paraphrasing, learning from y'all because it is it is making me uncomfortable. And I'm I'm embracing the uncomfortable. And I'm like, see, that's it. That's how you learn. Yep. If you constantly are surrounding yourself
2: with people you agree with or,
1: you know, you're right and you think like you and look like you, Cause the first time that you and I had any type of correspondence, I was like, I don't like him. I ain't working with him. He's mean. <laughs> I even told He's people, like, jerk. I don't know, I'll, I don't know if this
2: mm-mm. Sunday thing gonna work out. Cause she thinks she the queen of well, the that's,
1: world. That's her facts. And
2: she thinks Keep that going. what she thinks is more important than everybody else, and everybody else is beneath her. And she right. Well, and so no, no you can't argue that. No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. What I was
1: gonna say is, no. you are absolutely
2: correct. Did you know, i teasing?
1: No, here's the thing though, when I say you're correct, right. I never think, I've never thought anybody, let me hold on, let me be completely, ah. hold on. Flight attendants. Ah. No, I don't I'm think flight attendants are beneath te- me, <laughs> no. Um, let me say it this way. As a as a woman of faith, as, a, as I believe in, in God, as a Christian, no one is, is beneath me and no one is higher than me. Correct. But I don't deal with mediocrity. Right. At all. Right. Mediocrity, it's like a disease to me. Like phoning it in. I cannot be around mediocrity, whether it's a person, place, or thing. But going back to you, Dr. Ken, Uh I have been very intentional about being more receptive to my—in order to build my self-awareness, soliciting, and also Mm -hmm. putting myself in situations where, tell me how I did, tell me how I—you know, (laughs) and traveling— going to places and even watching Fox News mm-hmm. and even, you know, like I tell people all the time, if you don't like me because of my race or my gender, I'd much rather you just say that. Just tell like, let's just let's just understand like what it is about me or you that we don't like. Right, It's when we
2: start to disrespect. Correct. Like I can I cannot like something you said. Yeah, I can hang up the phone or complain about it. But even when I tell you, well, I don't really like that. I remember a distinct conversation we had. I remember it was distinct talking on the phone and I remember oh, saying, well, break,
1: Evan Break. I, said,
2: <laughs> I said, I said, this, this is how I knew I said this is going to work because she's open to disagreeing and not being disagreeable. You said something and then you said, well, don't cut me off or something. Blah, blah, blah. And then and then and then I started talking and then you cut me off. And I said, well, wait a minute. If it's supposed to be like this, how can you do to me what you say I can't do to you? Mm-hmm. And you paused. Now, any other person would have went, well, uh, uh, and not heard it. And you paused and said, I guess you're right. And then I said, well, I don't care. I don't I don't mind. Yeah. It, it doesn't, like, rattle me. But I know that it rattles you. So now I know that we can kind of play off that. Yeah. And so, like, she always, I'll say something, goes, uh, he interrupted me, oh, my God. You know, and that whole thing of just being being, uh, authentic is a lot better than just playing nice. Like, you can hear people on a radio play nice. You can see people on a, in a news set playing nice. You know they don't like each other. I will
1: say this, and I, I meant to tell this, I meant to share this story. Evan, please do not, let me just share this, okay? Because... I'm big about letting people hear their flowers. So, oh November, I think it was November 22nd when the Waukesha oh yeah, Christ- yeah, yeah yeah Christmas Day parade. I remember that. So I want the listeners to to hear this story. And I meant to share this again during the uh, the Truth to Your Celebration. If you are familiar with journalism, it's about the facts. And even if you are reporting on something as tragic as what happened in Waukesha, you have to stick to the facts. You cannot be emotional. Even Oprah talks about why she, she quit doing broadcasting because right, right. she just couldn't take, you know, reporting. Right. And on that day, there were people that were calling into the show and emotional. This listener called in and she, and she was crying and she said, I literally saw a child flying in the air that, and I just, I just got emotional. And someone had walked into the room and said, Denise, you, you cause I began to try to console the listener and I'm crying and she's crying and, and, you know, someone came in the studio and said, Denise, you, you got to stick to the facts. And I just was like, I can't do this. Dr. Ken immediately. And that's when I knew he was my brother. He immediately said, Denise, I got you. Because I was like, I'm out. I can't like there's no bone in my body. Right. I cannot just not acknowledge someone's emotion, especially when they said they witnessed a child flying in the air. Right. And at that moment, Dr. Ken said, Denise, I got you back. And that's when I knew I had a true partner. And I've shared that story with other people. I meant to share that in front of your wife and your daughter. But that's when you know, even in the midst of disagreeing with somebody, when somebody says, I may not like you on Tuesday, but fundamentally, I got you. We're partners. That's humanity. When you can disagree with somebody, but in the midst of when you see that person failing and you have their back, that's all that matters to me.
0: This is the truth on WTMJ.
2: You're listening to the truth. on CMJ. <laughs> If you could have seen the face, he didn't. Um, on oh wow, you could have. What's all the glitter thing? And I don't. That's it, fashion, Doctor Ken. Eh, it's ugly. Are you serious right now? What I say? Okay. Well, look, 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 like your like your daddy is. Uh, look, so I'm your brother from another mother, but you my sister from another Mister. I so, got it. All right. That's fashion, though. I I ain't talking about that's just ugly. Because I can say it's ugly I have a right to do
1: that I didn't ask you Whether you could say it or not I said tell me Why you think that's ugly The
2: glittery part I want something <laughs> That's that not is, glitter I don't know what the heck it is Because you don't fashion I don't care <laughs> Why would I care About his fashion Why is it that oh, I can use
1: fashion? I'm so exhausted Let me
2: find Let me find something Denise don't know about And then start 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 in on her About <laughs> it And then make her look silly I say What do you mean You don't know So you don't understand It's not fa- Like fashion Is that important Really? Oh, that's it, Evan. Really? I'm out. Like fashion is that I point. Am,
1: fashion. See, that's is why your coat ev- fell on
2: the floor. See? Your Listen, coat even though you were talking
1: crazy. You're gonna make me. <laughs> you gonna make me go Mandolin, uh, not Mandolin. And look, she looked like him too. Look at her. Glittling like a little star. Have you ever seen the movie Devil Rose Prada? I'm just giving it. No, but general. have you ever seen yes. the movie? Yes. There is a scene, yes. Anne Hathaway's character, she was like, it's a blue sweater. And when I tell you Meryl Streep's character, I think right. it's I forget Mandolin Priestley. Anywho, I'm going to, tonight, go to YouTube and find that specific scene, and I'm going to send it to you, whether you click on it and open it or not. But if you ever feel inclined to understand every every decision that you don't even understand. You don't know what I
2: don't understand. I just said I don't care.
1: No, I'm saying you don't even realize the decisions that you've made based on passion. You don't even understand the promotions. I don't care. The accolades. I don't care. Okay.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fashion. But I want to see it. I like it. I wear it. Well, I it. Well, if buy you don't it, care done.
1: about fashion, then you don't get to say that somebody's
2: jacket is ugly. I get to say that because I got what? The same thing we started to show out about. And it about, wasn't glitter. Freedom of speech. It wasn't it glitter. I know it wasn't glitter. Then oh why'd you God. say it was glitter? Because we're on the radio and I get to say stuff <laughs> with glittery. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my look at that. Goodness. This is why I dye my hair platinum blonde. I know, because I can see you. A... Mm. You can see what?
1: <laughs> you better not. <laughs> you, I, if you say you see a gray hair, Ooh. oh look,
2: yeah. Talking text. Right, Chris said. By the way, I just went to South Africa a few months ago, and it was fantastic. Wasn't it though, Chris? Wasn't it correct? Let me
1: ask you this, Chris, if you're still listening, because I know. <laughs> Dr. Ken's editorial about fashion probably made you turn it off anywho if you are still listening can you be so kind to let us know what you thought what made your experience fantastic when it came to and what part did you did you go to, to Cape Town Johannesburg both I'm curious because I just came back too so let us know why South Africa was so fantastic for you
0: you're listening to the truth on WTMJ WTMJ, W277-CV and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios this is News Radio WTMJ a good karma brand station welcome back to the truth on WTMJ
1: I'm gonna see Beyonce I got my ticket.
2: you'll never invite me nowhere
1: oh I didn't would you like to, to go to see Beyonce with me?
2: I heard you had a suite and all this other stuff, and y'all never invite <laughs> you, me to you, you, you do anything, no go anywhere. Idea. I could get permission. What this experience is going to be like?
1: Hmm.
2: I don't even know what that is. What do you know? What Woo. mean? What do you mean? You don't? Are we behind for the forty-nine? We on point? Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. Good.
1: What do you mean you don't know that I mean you're black. You know what the Woo Woo Matter of fact, the Commodores did that in the song Brick House. So don't tell me you don't know what that means. Come on now. It's like part of our culture.
2: You know one of the things You know, I live in this <laughs> century as well. I live in this I millennium as well. I live in this year. So why do you keep going all the way back? One of the may, one of the many
1: things I love about being black is the fact that black people can communicate without saying a word. Right. Well, let me say it. We could we could communicate effectively
2: non-verbally. Well, you know, white people do that too. I I'll watch. I, I don't know. Watch, I'm not watch them watch each other, and I just okay. go, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I got that."
1: Like, wow. And black women,
2: shh, the smi- a, the
1: fake smile. There's a whole YouTube. The whole fake smile. There's a whole YouTube where a, a black female judge <laughs> and a, one of the one of the plain I'm not the plaintiff. Um, the defense attorney. They're like communicating without saying it, just just the eyes. <laughs> make sure you watch that video. It's hilarious wow. wow! because you know, when I was working in corporate predominantly white male environments, you had to be able to speak non-verbally. You had to because the, the scrutiny, I mean, it was just, yeah, you had to be able to be like this in a meeting.
2: <laughs> like, okay. But then there are times when you let your emotion, what do you mean? Um, there are times when you let your like. I was in a meeting one time, and they were talking about diversity and what we were going to do. And then a person came in and decided. Well, we decided we we're going to come in and do this, and that's it. And it was the person we were speaking to his boss, and so it was funny because when it happened, right, mm-hmm. all these other people got dissed and dismissed and all that, and then the person started crying. Mm. And I thought to myself, now, now. meanwhile, I'm reading Miss um, D'Angelo's book, right? Mm-hmm. And and the thing that comes to my mind, ah, white girl tears. Have you read, you've, we've talked about that on the show, the white fragility, yeah. Killed the whole room. Now, I don't agree with everything in white fragility, but I also understand she ain't talking to me. Right. So I don't really care. But but the fact that I, I witnessed that. And then later I had to go to the person and say, here's why everything you wanted to do failed. And instead of the people in the room being able to speak their mind and make their case, you turned everything to you being a victim. Now they blame us for making you cry when you're the one that actually made yourself cry based on what he said, not us, what he said. We were trying to defend your position. You started crying, sucked all the air out the room. Boop. And then everybody starts comfort, comforting her. And I just thought, that's why I don't do this. Because my problem is <clears throat> maturity allows you to see around the curve and in front of your headlights and beyond your skis because it's already happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, right? Because this is new to them taking those five steps, right? Well, I've taken 12. I know what step seven's going to be. You need to watch that. Oh, no, 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 no. It's different this time. And now it's the same. And now the whole 2020 and George Floyd came and all the promises came and nothing happened. And now we're on our way back to pre-George Floyd. I don't really care about diversity or inclusion and all that. Which I think someone is finally black. As somebody finally came out and said, y'all know this don't work, right? Like, you know, diversity, equity and inclusion doesn't work. So what are we doing? We need to figure out a way to make the goal.
1: The format. Well, it's simple. If you continue to manage diversity, equity, inclusion in the workplace as an extracurricular activity, meaning that there is no accountability, it is not tied to the overall business growth objectives of the organization, whether it's for-profit, non-profit, not-for-profit, public-private, then, yeah, it's going to fail. If I'm not being – if it's not going to directly – if it's not showing me directly how it's going to continue to help us make more money, then yeah, I'm not going to be a part of it. I wish I had, because I know we we got to cut off in about two seconds. I'm so glad you said that. I wish, which I know is never going to happen. I wish I had a transcript of every performance review that I received when I worked in corporate America.
2: I have copies.
1: Do you? hmm And let me tell you why. I wish I had a transcript because... Then I would print it out or no, I would download it to, to word and search the following words mm-hmm. because these words
2: are the same words. Everybody uses
1: aggressive, yep. overly passionate, angry,
2: doesn't abrasive, through, doesn't get things done. Don't have any resources to get abrasive. It done. Yeah.
1: Difficult. Look, difficult. Oh yeah. To collaborate with oh, Yeah. angry. Did I say angry?
2: Oh yeah. Aggressive.
1: <laughs> I say aggressive.
2: Yeah. Oh, but if you want your two and a half, three percent raise, you have to sign it. Guess what? Yeah, you keep it. Are you what? No, oh, I'm not oh, signing. it. Oh, I'm sorry. It. One more before we go. I- I'm not signing it. Can I say this? Sure.
1: This, and 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 what's so ironic? Some of these same people have have requested me on LinkedIn. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. No. Here's the big one. You ready? She's not a leader. Right. She's she but doesn't. But you have, don't do it like we she, do it. She doesn't, like we do it. she doesn't have leadership qualities. No. Really? Google me now.
2: You still don't have leadership qualities. You're the leadership according queen. According to who? You're the leadership queen. Well,
1: according to Bank of a Mattress,
2: I'm doing pretty <laughs> good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How about that? According to Bank of a Mattress, <laughs> DT is shown off doing
2: something good <sighs> within leadership. Yes, you are. Thank you. And I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you as well, you are, Dr. You Ken. You are valued. Thank you.
2: That's I all I need to hear. see great things in your future. Ooh, I receive that. All right. You have a great week, Dr. Ken. I will do that. You listen to The Truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. She's Denise Thomas. I love y'all. Mwah, 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 mwah. Evan, appreciate you, brother. I'm out.